this show the establishment warned you about. And welcome to the most listened to Concierge Medicine Morning Show in the entire galaxy, brought to you by Atlas MD, the preeminent medical software for membership medicine practices. And if you're looking for something to make your life easier as a concierge medicine or direct primary care doctor, you should try Atlas MD for free for 60 days. Go to AskDrTommy.com, click on Special Offer for Atlas MD, sign up, then you will get one 30-day membership for free, and then they will give you $300 to use towards ongoing memberships if you so choose. Otherwise, you can just go back to using whatever crap you've been using, mm-hmm. like we used before. Yeah. And then also you can go back to using, um, to having to do PCI compliance and all the other stuff for um, credit card processing. Yeah, and, that was a nightmare. Uh, you know, using different programs for messaging and having to copy and paste your messages into the EMR so that you have them. Um, and then, uh, what else, uh, using, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, making a copy of their email somehow so mm-hmm. that you have that in their thing. Cause they talked about some medical problem in their email and you need that in the EMR too. Mm-hmm. And you responded in the EMR. So cut out all that. Just get Atlas MD for free for 60 days. All that's included processing, messaging, emails, uh, credit card processing. Yeah. Once, once you try it, you will, you'll just love it. Once you try it, uh, you will. Say, how did I live without this? Mm-hmm. Atlas MD. Atlas.md. Go to AskDrTommy.com. Click on special offer for Atlas MD. Today we have a highly prepared broadcast. Correct? <laughs> yes. Today we, we have re- a broadcast that I was just like, should I run a best of series and run like a tomato picking video or a music video or uh, whatever? Or should I We should just go on? And I said, you know, we need to go on. Because uh, we talked to a patient today who is one of our listeners and she says she likes it when we talk about the news because she doesn't follow the news that often and she likes mm-hmm. it particularly when we cover good news. Mm-hmm. And so one of the good news is that I'd like to cover today is the ongoing um, good news that associated with Madison Hoyle, who is <laughs> going to the Florida Atlantic? No, Florida Gulf Florida Coast. Florida Gulf University. Coast. And she's just racking up award after award. Yeah, she's pretty excited. She's... She's, I think, um, she says she just can't stay up with all of So this is Tracy's daughter, oldest daughter, 18 years old. 17. 17. Soon to be 18. 18, though. She got the highest score in the whole nation on the Cambridge exam. So Cambridge exam is a um, Cambridge University sponsored, uh, kind of like an advanced AP, IB program type mm-hmm. thing that we have here in Florida, particularly at Pasco County mm-hmm. uh, high schools or Pasco County schools. In. Yeah, it was the first year as a pilot program when Maddie, um, you know, we had the opportunity to do it, and we had never heard about it before. She, you know, I, the IB program was an option for her, but she would have to, um, you know, go all the way to Alanda Lakes. Which is high, far. High, for those of you not familiar, it's far. Yeah, it would be, um, well, because there's other children that have to be picked up, it would be about a two-hour bus ride so, for her. So she... So she took a flying leap, joined this new program, mm-hmm. had the guts to do it, mm-hmm. and uh, now, like I, like we said, number one score on psychology test in the whole nation. Yeah, and Pasco County, and um, you know there was three schools that were recognized, 
And um, <clears throat> Pasco County got the medium-sized school award for, um, you know, for implementing this program. And uh, it was a win-all for everyone, really. And Maddie is going to graduate with close to 40 college credits. So congratulations to Superintendent mm-hmm. uh, Kurt. Kurt Browning, Mr. Kurt, Kurt as Mr. Kaylee Kurt, calls as him. Kaylee calls him. And then one of the school board members we know is Alan Altman, who was one of the proponents of that. Yes. So congratulations to everybody, the school board and this this. Uh, superintendent and congratulations to all the students who are continuing to do well in that program. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't hear enough about students that are doing well. You hear more about students who are shooting people. You hear about sure. students who are uh, becoming uh, sexually active with teachers. Mm-hmm. You hear about students who are uh, have some other kind of complaint, uh, some type of grievance. You don't hear enough about students who just go to school Mm-hmm. do their job, kick butt, and then go on to be uh, very successful adults. Yeah, you know, there was a girl last night. I don't remember um, what she did, but, you know, she got a $20,000 scholarship from Foot Locker. For, she implemented some type of new program. I, like I said, I wasn't able to hear everything she did, but how amazing is that? I have not heard anything about it, though. It, you know, $20,000 scholarship, that's pretty awesome. That is awesome. And... You know, with the cost of school these days, if you don't get scholarships, you will accumulate debt at a rapid pace. Yes. That's why we are not even going to invest in any money beyond what you've already done to save for the next child who's going to be due to graduate in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Because I think this housing, this bubble is going to, education's hitting a bubble and it'll, I don't think that there's, it's worth saving the money now. Because I think the the education bubble is going to pop before ten years. Uh, you know, I don't know. I know that I have the Florida prepaid for Madison, and I paid in about ninety four hundred dollars for her. And since she's going to college on a scholarship, I thought maybe that I could you know transfer that ninety four hundred dollars to Kaylee. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I can't use it because she has to be able to. She has to be within graduating 10 within years. ten year period. Of starting it? Or? Yeah. Uh, it, yes. From um, 10 years after Madison graduates, it has okay. to be used. And, um, but I wanted to, I was thinking I could maybe transfer it to Kaylee. So if you had a kid closer together, like say, you say you had a 17 like year old, Rami, they didn't instance. have it, but then a 12 year old. Then yes. That's- yes. And you, and that child would be able to get locked in at the rate. Like Madison, I took this program out and I, or this plan out, I believe in 2003. So she was locked into what the college rates were in 2003, mm-hmm. but I can't use that for Kaylee. So if I were to transfer that $9,400 over, I'd still have a balance of $15,000 um, because that's how much the cost of college has gone up mm-hmm. since I took that out in 2003. Yeah. But hopefully Kaylee will get, you know, hopefully Kaylee will um, be able to get, the same scholarship um, that Madison. There's no reason why she can't do the same thing her sister's done. You know, um, so I think Kaylee is going to benefit from seeing her sister get all these awards because it builds a positive mm-hmm. reinforcement for her. Mm-hmm. I it's, think so too. Um, what else is there? There's so much going on in the news that sucks. There's nothing else to can that I think of that's good news. Um, no. Or at least what's reported to us. Um, the other thing that's good news is that uh, as of today, you are 22 weeks mm-hmm. pregnant. Yes. Yep. And that baby's kicking away, huh? Mm-hmm. 
So Well, I've had two cups of coffee and he or she is probably thinking enough is enough. So for Stop those of drinking you the coffee. <laughs> not aware, and that means everybody listening mostly. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have a All baby in September. Mm-hmm. God willing. Healthy mm-hmm. baby in September. And it will be a boy or a girl. We don't know which. Yes, it will definitely be a boy or a girl. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not going to allow the baby of, to pick of friends, his or her gender. One of my friends said, uh, "What ba-, we were talking back and forth. He just had a, they just had a child in March. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, congratulations. Have you decided what gender you're going to assign it yet? <laughs> and I said, no, we're going to wait. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do a YouTube, uh, or no, we'll do a Facebook poll and see what uh, Facebook people think the gender should be. <laughs> And then or we're going to do one of the 57 genders that's allowed in New York City. Yeah. And then when we have our baby, we are going to communicate with our baby because I just recently watched an article that we are supposed to ask our baby. What is gender it okay? do you want to be? Well, we're also supposed to ask for permission to change, to its, change diaper. its diaper. That's right. I saw that. Yeah. So we're supposed to say, uh, you know, let's say we have a boy and we're going to yeah. name him Carson, we think. Yeah. Um, so Carson, is it okay if I change your diaper? <laughs> I need you to tell me if it's okay to change your diaper. Oh, yeah. These people are psychotic. You know, it's crazy. This uh, child, uh, we know that kids will walk around with a diaper on that's got pee in it or poop in it. Um, They won't care until they become red and raw Mm. and irritated. You know, there's no (laughs) limit to the... uh, uh, perversity of thought that permeates throughout what we consider civilized society (laughs) nowadays and passes for cutting edge um uh, kind of whatever uh just the best and the brightest of the newest things to think about you know there's no sexes children can choose children could be six years old and change their sexes uh, mm-hmm. You know, children, infants should give permission to change your diaper. There's no limits to the insanity. There's no limits. And it's amazing that uh, those people uh, have survived this long. No. And I, I think mean- it's because we live in a very tolerant society. And a lot of these ideas that they have, if they had these ideas in other countries, they would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I just personally, I, you know, when I raised my uh, girls, I did not, uh, you know, of course I liked for them to, you know, have choices or, but I'm not going to let them run, run all over me, you know, uh, for breakfast. I remember reading though, even when I was raising the girls, um, there were books that I read that I need to make sure that I give my uh, children lots of options, just for simple, something simple as breakfast, mm-hmm. ask them what they would like for me to prepare for them. Uh-huh. And I never agreed with that. I thought, okay, you have a choice. Do you want eggs or do you want yeah. a bagel or do you well, want eggs Kaylee and fruit? Well, ask what she wants for breakfast in the morning. She usually says eggs. Yeah. Sometimes she'll say something else, but it's not like <clears> if she said, I don't want eggs. I said, well, would you like a pastry? I don't want a pastry either. Would you like fruit? No. What can I do to please you today? Yeah. So even back then, people thought that that's what you should do. I never felt that way. I'm going to give you a couple options. Yeah. You can pick one or the other or not have anything at all. And maybe that's why Madison scored number one on the psychology (laughs) exam in the United States. Yeah, Because she wasn't raised to believe that she was automatically entitled to whatever the hell she wanted. Right. So she would have showed up to that test if you had raised her that way and be like, well, I don't think I should have had the uh, lowest score. I think I should have had the highest score. Why is that? Well, I just, that's the way well, I feel. And that is, you know, we have, uh, we do have a patient that is um, an, an educator at the um, community college. college and She runs into this all the time. People, yes, these I don't 20 believe year I deserve kids. this grade. Well, you got an F. Well, I think I should have done better. Well, should I think you should have done better too, but mm-hmm. you didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Do better. 
Well, and that's and then the co- parents come in. Yeah, the parents come in, and these are twenty-year-old children or twenty-year-old. My Billy's never had less than this grade. You need to change your grades. Mm-hmm. The same yeah. thing happens with doctors. You know that doctors get told, "Look, I need to." Um, uh, the, the patient says the the doctor didn't do a good job. Why not? Well, he didn't give me antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you didn't get antibiotics. You go back to the doctor. Why didn't you give this patient antibiotics? Well, they had a virus. Yeah, but the patient felt like they needed antibiotics. You didn't give them to them. So you're going to get a bad internet score, and then we're going to get a bad payment. And then so next time you better give them antibiotics. Mm-hmm. So next time you give them antibiotics, then they get C. diff colitis. Then they come back and they said, well, you gave them C. diff colitis uh, with the antibiotics you gave them. Why'd you do that? Well, because the internet score was going to go low. And you told me if I didn't, then uh, we're going to have decreased revenue. Yeah, but now they have C. diff colitis and they're going to sue us. Uh, Now you're fired. (laughs) Yeah. So what is it? Insanity. It is. People, you know, I was thinking about this. One of the things that people need more, people, everybody, is to have their... uh, is to be uh, disappointed more. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It teaches you to tolerate things that don't go your way. That's right. And it yeah. teaches you to say, look, I had something not go my way. Now, instead of going home and going to a fetus position and crying all day mm-hmm. and then going to uh, have you know mental breakdown, I'm just going to you know put it behind me and go up through my day. Mm-hmm. But every day people just are... You know, nothing's their fault. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not your fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's because your skin color. Mm-hmm. It's because of who you like to have sex with. Mm-hmm. It's because of whatever. Pick it. Pick right. the way you weigh your hair. That's the fault. And it's not your fault. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And then people just grow up to think that. And then they fail. <clears throat> That's absolutely right. A lot of times. Not that I want to keep bringing up my children, but I recall to my daughter, Madison, you know, she um, she would com- she complained, of course, like any typical teenager. When she was, you know, 11, 12, 13, she did not have the latest phone or electronics like her friends. Yeah. And, of course, I always told her, you can buy one yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we were always a few years behind yeah. on everyone else. But it kept her, you know, it kept her, I feel like that she, you know, knew that she had to work hard Mm -hmm. if she wanted, you know, these nice things in life. And then what did she do? She ended up buying her own computer. Right. She did. She turned 16 um, last summer. She got a job a few weeks later and she ended up buying her own. um, MacBook Air. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Just, I think that children need to, uh, need to want to work towards a goal. Now, when you hand everything over to them, yeah, I mean, it doesn't work like that in the real world. But unfortunately, that's what happens, though. People grow up, they, they get everything handed to them, and then when they become adults, they wonder why, why do you think things not is, falling in their lap. What what makes people think that that's going to... I mean, does it, it just doesn't... Look, I guess I can't think of it because it, it makes absolutely zero sense to me. Well, I was never raised that way, either were you. But think about it, though. If you were raised that way, you would have a different mindset. So the parents been raised that way, too, then? It has no, to be. Well, no, no. I, I would think that parents, a lot of people think, I want my children to have what I didn't have. And so then let's they say, don't understand, though, by doing that, mm-hmm. indulging every little craving mm-hmm. they have, they don't understand that that's later going to be harmful. Right. Everyone wants their child to have a better life than what they had. Even if they had a good life yeah. growing up, they every parent says, I want more from my child. I want my child to not maybe have to work as much as I did when I was in school. Or, you know, I do not want them to struggle as much as I did 
You know, most everybody thinks that I, I think, but that doesn't mean you hand everything over to them. But that's what happens, I believe, in a lot of a lot of circumstances. You know, parents just give their children, give their children, give their children more and more and more. Yeah, it's unusual. It's a different way of thinking. Um, back to pregnancy. Uh, so we're going to be due here. 22 minus 40, 18, Well, September 17. 19th or the 21st, you know, is around so the day. So all the things that are happening, you know, changes. And then uh, one of the things that is apparently one of the, speaking of new things to do, um, one of the most uh, cutting edge things to do now is to, not maybe now, maybe it's been for a while, is to uh, eat the placenta after the birth. <laughs> yes. Now my cousin did get hers um, turned into she had them put into capsules, um, and then she ate the capsules like a multivitamin. But she didn't have its bedside like we read in that article. I read in the article that you can have can you it raw. Bring your own sous chef in and make put it in a smoothie. So you picture this lady's pushing, 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 give birth. <laughs> Baby comes out. Doctor delivers a placenta. And they're like, who's that guy? And he's standing over there. He's got this like starch white apron and a little chef's hat and like a little hot plate. He's going to cook the placenta. And you just fry it up there right there in the room. And and I also... How do you like your placenta? I like my medium rare. I've never... I've had two little children. Pink in the I've middle. never seen my placenta. A doctor has never asked me, do you want to hold your placenta? Yeah. Do you want to cuddle with your placenta? You want a do picture you- with it? We saw that one thing where there's yes. a photographer who takes pictures of babies with placentas. And some cultures... They will do that. They yeah. also will leave the placenta attached to For the baby. For several days. What do they call that? I cannot remember, but they will wait until the placenta detaches itself. Right. Like, yeah, because, yeah, whatever. Well, it makes the transition into the real world for the baby much easier is what they believe. Okay. My girls turned out just fine and they did not keep the, I did not keep the placenta attached to them. I remember one time when I was delivering babies, back when I was training, I had to deliver I think 40 babies, 30 of them vaginally for my, to complete my residency, part of residency requirements for family medicine. And, you know, we used to deliver with the obstetricians and sometimes we'd deliver with the midwives. And, you know, depending on, everybody's got a different style, but the midwives tend to be more kind of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, well, I know that they're more patient. That's for sure. They're, yeah, I but they're kind they're... of more alternative medicine. Okay, you know the doctor's like, okay, right, all natural birth, break the bed, stirrups, you know, episiotomy, take the baby out, mm-hmm. slap it on the butt, whatever. Midwives are more like, well, maybe we should deliver it in the bed. Maybe we should have the lady on her hands and knees mm-hmm. and pull it out that way. And then I remember one time they were saying, you know what, and to to make things less uh, traumatic for the baby when you deliver it. Instead of clamping it, so usually what you do is you clamp it and you clamp it, the cord. So you clamp the part coming out of the baby's belly button on the baby side. Then you plant, then about four inches later, you clamp it again and you cut in the middle. Or you give it to the father or, and they cut it in the middle or whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so I remember. And then after that, then you take this little plastic thing and you clip it really close to their umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that's going to dry off, right? Mm-hmm. That's the part you go home with, the baby. You know, mm-hmm. you see the baby's little thing on the ground. Anyway, so we, I remember one time they were like, you pull a baby out, and then you put it on the mom's belly, and everybody's like, okay, let's cut the cord, because you cut the cord soon after that, and then you deliver placenta. So I, I, she's like, well, let, let's do it this way, this midwife. Uh, let's clip it, and it's not used to clamps. We'll just clip the baby with the plastic thing, and then cut the cord that way. We'll cut out some of the steps mm-hmm. for some reason. I was like, okay. 
So I did that. I didn't really want to, but you have to do what they say because you're just like, whatever. I'm just, mm-hmm. okay, fine. We'll do it. So I clip it. I cut it. And I'll be damned. That clip came off. And it was like Mount Vesuvius. Oh, my goodness. Because the damn blood was shooting out of the baby's umbilical cord. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Were you freaking out? Was it with the mid? Oh, I, I clamped it back, but I was just like, crap. You <laughs> know, I was like, I don't ever want to do that again. She's like, yeah, well, that can happen. I'm like, yeah, it can happen. It just happened. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> I hate that when they did, they would come in like, why don't we do it this way? I'm like, why don't we just do it the same way? I mean, I'm not looking to like develop my own technique. I'm not like, um, uh, you know, uh, Chet Atkins trying to invent new th- ways to play the guitar. <laughs> I want to deliver 40 babies successfully, everyone, mm-hmm. and I don't want any new techniques. Mm-hmm. I want to deliver it well, in the bed. I, my sister had a midwife. Walk and around, deliver it while they're standing. They are more. That. They are very patient and they're compassionate. Not that doctors are not compassionate, um, but I think my sister and you know they also. Um, my sister labored for 24 hours because the midwife was adamant that. After the water breaks, you know, you need to wait as long as you possibly can before you have a, you know, they take you in for a C-section. Uh-huh. I labored f- for eight hours. And my doctor was like, okay, this is it. This is it. You're not dialing Time. C-section. Mm-hmm. But my sister with her midwife, she was like, well, we need to go 24 hours. Gee, so my whiz. sister labored 24 hours. And she did? And then she had a C-section. And then she ended up with a C-section. Yeah, but I remember my sister, uh, you know, and I know women, I, I hear women labor sometimes for days. Mm. But um, anyway, not. I'm not saying my doctor wasn't patient, but the midwife my sister had was, I thought it was more, you know, very patient. Well, I think um, my sister probably wasn't happy that she was so patient because, you know, when you're in that, when you're like that and you're in pain and you're miserable, a lot of women probably are thinking, just do whatever you have to do to get this over with. Yeah. Well, that's it for today. Uh, thank you for joining us for our impromptu Dr. Tommy show. Go to YouTube and click on the bell. And you will be signaled after you subscribe whenever there's a new one or subscribe on iTunes or whatever you choose. And uh, contact us on AskDrTommy.com. Email us if you have any questions or concerns. And today's song of the week is Radioactive by The Firm. I think last week we did The Firm, too. Uh, Paul Rogers, Jimmy Page, um, Chris Slade, and Tony Franklin. This is circa 1986, I think. And this is when Jimmy Page went to plan a, a strat used to mostly play uh, Les Paul when he was with Zeppelin. Although I think he played a Strat when he on Stairway to Heaven. Anyway, this is uh, Radioactive. And uh, subscribe on iTunes. Until next time, bye-bye.